Welcome to a latest edition of your favourite, most comical and genius podcast called Robots for Eyes. And we are cracking open. That's one cider and here's the other. What, what, people? Mm. How are we all doing? I am good. How are you? Glorious weather, mate. It's hot. Yeah, yeah. It's been a week of summer. Yeah, we have, which is amazing. I d- I've been moaning all week about it, though, because I've been cutting windowsills and stuff all week and, like... It's not good when it's very hot. When G- it's when it's as a sniper say over thirteen degrees, <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> it's right though, isn't it? It's true. It, actually, over thirteen degrees, I wouldn't be happy with that. No. But look, it's about twenty, twenty four, twenty five. It's been, I'd say, probably around that. It's twenty six today, and, mate. And I'm sweating my absolute bollocks <laughs> off at work. Well, if you're painting things white, do you know, do you wear sunglasses to like try and cut S- down the glare? Yeah, but I don't know where they're gone. I've lost them. So oh, you can have a set, mate. I've got about fifty. I've got some so. psychedelic ones over there. They look like you're looking through a kaleidoscope. But the, the thing is, like I say, this week I've actually been car- doing carpentry, putting sills in and stuff, which is the problem because I haven't got the right tools because I'm not a carpenter. I do have a, a chop <laughs> saw and stuff, but things yeah. like to cut down like long um, edges and stuff, I've got to do it by saw, and I'm using hard wood for these window sills rather than soft wood. And I'm I'm sitting there going ah ah every time I'm soaring because it's so hot and I'm sweating and dripping everywhere and it's going into my eyes and it's dripping off my chin and it's just like oh it was well hot I was up a cherry picker today <coughs> it was in this like um it's like a factory or a warehouse or something and it was factory it, factory and it was <laughs> and it was boiling high up it was boiling it was like at least fifteen degrees snipes oh and the super group of the podcast world is coming back in super- your, to give you eargasms in about two weeks I think wasn't it yes yeah, all right. What's that, Robot for Sniper Victims? Sniper for Eyes. Carousel Sniper Eye. Sni- <laughs> Carousel Sniper Eye. Ro- robotic Sniper Eye We're victim. coming back at you. The Robotic Sniper Eye Victim. Yeah, oh, let me have a sip. Is that nice? Yeah, man. A bit of ice as well. Yeah, I've gone for orange juice and cider. Not in Don't the same do. glass. No, I was going to say, that'd be that like... might be all right. That'd be like a really crap version of a snake bite, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because there's no other beer. It'd just be like... You're just watering it down a bit. It'd be a watered down mess. Yeah. And it probably wouldn't taste nice with orange juicing. You know what I haven't done? What? I just thought competitions. Shit. Pass us the phone. Yeah. Right. We're going to have to go through it. We're going to do it while we're. Um, so we'll have around. a talking. I'll yeah, just yeah. get to it eventually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. It's been hot this week here and it's sort of doing my head in now. <laughs> 16 degrees. <laughs> that was funny. That was. It's right, though. It is right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Um, we do get like some like last summer was fucking brilliant. Mm. That was an epic one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. It was very good last summer. It, basically, if you're not from England, it, it basically it, for what about two and a half, three months, it was about twenty five, twenty six every day. It was like everyone was just look, look, going outside in the mornings and screaming at the sun, going "fuck off." You hate it, don't you? I do. I love it. It's only because it's only because I'm working in it most of the time, and I'm looking at white, even white render, which is wet, and it's shining in my eyes, and it feels like I'm having a, like the hangover from hell because it's burning the back of my eyes out, and I'm doing that all day, so it winds me up. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's like when you when I get a headache, that's it, it's over. The day's over. Then I can't can't function. No, no. I'm, I don't know whether I get. I don't know if I mentioned this before on the pot, but I don't know whether I get like um, worse than everyone else, which is unlikely. Mm. Or I'm just a pussy when it comes to probably both, but it makes <laughs> me feel like I'm going to puke up. I sometimes I do, sometimes I just do. I was sick in the sink the other day. God, tell us. Well, we had um, a barbecue thing, didn't we, on the Sunday? And uh, <laughs> it started about I think it was 
just before 12 and finished about 12. Um, obviously, father turned up and he stayed to the end as he does. He does. And um, he was drinking like a beast, but as you do. But, um, I don't think I drank that much. I did because it was through the day. But then the next morning, I had a cup of tea. And uh, you know when you get it go down the wrong pipe a bit? This is my <laughs> excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Nancy was there eating breakfast, and I drink. I went all right. All in the sink. It's like it's down the wrong tube. It's okay. Isn't it horrible? Like when you're. When was the last time you puked up from being ill? As it instead ill? Of like, yeah, like, like sick sickness pukes. They're probably, so different. Probably about um, two months ago. I'd say from ill. Yeah, yeah. That's quite recent. That yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I had that neurovirus thing, didn't I? So it was like it was coming. Basically, I was being sick and I'm shitting myself at the same time. Oh, the and you can't you can't control it. Really? Mm. And it's like every, like literally every minute or two, you've been sick and then you go up and you get out and you go, oh shit, and then you go, oh, now what? Which end do I aim first? Do I just be sick on the floor or shit on the floor? <laughs> Obviously, you want to be sick on the floor rather than shit, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And you don't want to be sick on. Try and aim for both because it's just an impossible task. You're just going to get sick all over your lap and you're just going to be sitting there like a dribbling mess going. <laughs> if someone walked in, you go, yeah, I've just shit myself and I'm sick all over myself as well. So I suppose kind of like the, the ideal location for that um, incident would be outside. Yeah, or a small, or outside, a small toilet. And just go, here or we go. Or a small toilet. I've, I've had it before, um, probably about four years ago. And it was a small toilet with a sink right by me. So I could be sick in the sink while having a squirty poo <laughs> <laughs> at the same time because you can't control it. You can't. You can't. On social media this week, uh, her winner, the winner is Karen Powell. Hurrah! Well done, Karen Powell. So thanks for sh- sharing our, our whatever it was that you shared. So we're going to do an art piece, haven't we? Yeah. Maybe I, I can do it while the episode's on when we have a break, maybe get some pens together and you know, crack one out, so to speak. So we can, yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? I don't think I've got any like It'd have to be like a biro. Well, I've got paint. What, in your van? <laughs> Bring it all in, stop paint. <laughs> okay, some shout-outs. The first one is Herbert West. Herbert West, he sounds like um, um, serial killer material. He does, Just because he's... Maybe, maybe he's Fred's, Fred West's long-lost brother, but he wants to carry on the murdering spree. Maybe he's got bodies in his basement. If you have, give us a you know, shout. Give yeah, us a call. Talk to us. Take some photos. Send them in. Yeah, yeah. Claire Prince. Well, she is also the uh, the the uh, sister of Prince, the singer who died, obviously tragically. Yeah. On what was that? Oh, what was it? Fentanyl killed him or something like that? Was yeah. it? Yeah. Because of his high heels he's wearing. <laughs> yeah. Remember that that's rumor? What they, that's what they put it down to. What? Didn't they? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what they said. That's he died because he's wearing high heels. Yeah, because apparently he was wearing, having more drugs because of that, and he got addicted to that. Oh and right. That's oh, you why. mean Not like because some sort of ailment because he was wearing yeah, yeah. high heels? Yeah, because he was. Conscious of his height, which is like ridiculous. Why? Why do blokes do that? What, wear high heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, wh- why are blokes conscious about their height? I mean, I'm I not. Know, I can give a fuck, man. No, but a lot of people you see them. They're like they talk about something. Oh, he's six foot high, or you know, I'm taller than you. Blah blah. Oh, but yeah, we were talking about this the other day. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, he's a big lad. He's he's six foot two, and uh, he's about he's about eighteen stone. Like I should care. Yeah, like I should care. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter, does it? Samantha Hancock's. Oh, she <laughs> likes cocks with a hand in her hands. Obviously. She's queen of hand jobs. Yeah. Melissa Sage. She is a herbal thing. She's a crack dealer, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Some sort of heroin dealer. Yeah, but she she does it of the uh the um the good variety. A herbal dealer. But just sage. What were them herbal sweets that we used to have? Do you remember them? What were they called? Peppermint things nah, or something. Nah, nah, nah. Uh 
Uh, oh, who cares? I don't fucking know. No one cares. No. I care, though. What are they called? You're right, no one cares. What, Fisherman's Friends? Not them. There was another one. Give a fuck. Fucking pearl drops, I don't know. <laughs> pearl drops? That comes out of cocks, doesn't it? <laughs> the last part of the pearl necklace. <laughs> the drops. <laughs> I don't think I've got anything else to cover. Okay. So we'll just get on with an episode. Let's fucking do it. Telling you until we're on. Okay. Here we are, episode 135. The Cash Landrum UFO incident. What the fuck? Da, 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 da. Crazy. We haven't had a UFO one for a while, have we? No, it was, um, it was I think it was like National UFO or <laughs> Day or something like that. And uh, Louise on Face Smace, I can't remember which one it was, like said, Happy Insta UFO face. Day. Yeah, Instafuck said, Happy UFO Day. And I thought, ah, yeah, yes. UFO day. Going back to the mad world of aliens. But instead of just going on about some flights of fantasy, which a lot of them tend to be, I thought, are there any that were like actual that actually have case like case evidence? Like right, again, like physical like evidence, I suppose. There's loads. Is there? There's fucking well, it's probably all bullshit, isn't it? I didn't mean I didn't read them, but there are there's a lot of case of of cases with physical evidence where there's like recovered remember that geezer um Robert Bigelow, who when we did the Skinwalker Ranch, he's that fella that yeah. like a billionaire hotel tycoon type dude who's mm. got an inflatable module attached to this the uh, International Space Station. Yeah. And he's uh yeah, he bought Skinwalker Ranch. He he said in an interview that he's recovered or him and his team have recovered metal alloys from you. He's like, They're definitely real and people were like, Well, does that what are you aren't you worried about being ridiculed? And he's like, I don't give a fuck what you say, because they're real. We've got metal alloys recovered from in a in a uh, a hangar in Las Vegas. I was like, What? It sounds like some in Las Vegas in a hangar, don't they? Make like giant statues of Elvis and stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, Elvis fell out of a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> it's that what? type of shit, yeah. And then, like, I mean, have you heard about, I mean, we mentioned it before, maybe about a year ago, the um, the Tic Tacs that the the Navy po- Navy pilots were referring, to, referring them to, like these weird craft that they were seeing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That were coming down from, like, above 90,000 feet and hovering, ab- flying hypersonic speeds and staying in the air for days. And they looked like Tic Tacs. They looked like Tic Tacs, yeah. yeah. And, and there were fleets of them, apparently, following squadrons of fighter jets. Hmm. So, and they kind of, like, said that, they're they're real. These these objects are definitely definitely real, but we we just don't know what they are or where they come from. So where did they come from? Where did they go? <laughs> they come from Catnacho. That's about gonorrhea. That is nice. Yeah, it is, man. I'd been married a long time ago. I would have been married a long time ago. Where did you if come it from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Catnacho? If it was if it wasn't for Catnacho, I'd have been married a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the words, isn't it? Yeah. And the kids used to dance to it at discos at school and that. It's about the clap. <laughs> there, there's one, didn't they? It was outrage. Um, it was school teachers for some reason. You know, um, they did like a, you know, they do these dance performance things, dance, whatever. 
like the primary thing. And then, yeah. you know, um, sky rockets in flight to do afternoon What's delight. Do you What's know that, that song? One? No. Um, is that not an Elton John one, is it? No, no, no. Um, I can't think of the name of who, who've done it, but it's basically about getting a hard on. Oh, yeah. sound. And they've got all the kids dancing and doing all this stuff, and they're only like, like five or six. <laughs> And the parents are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically, he's on about nailing nailing his missus um, early morning. And and the kids are dancing to it? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it sounds fine, doesn't it? Yeah. So we all know it, that... All innocently done. So, so yeah, well... Or is it? Da, da, da. So, it, it, cash land, let's, get, to back, let's yeah. get back to that. So, this occurred on the 29th of December, 1980. Now, before we go into it, I'll just say from the outset that I think that this case is known as a UFO encounter by design. I think that Betty Cash and Vicky Landrum 100% saw something and got badly fucked up by it. But conveniently, the UFO alien crowd got involved and unintentionally deflected attention from what it actually may have been. I think this definitely occurred. So something dodgy's happened, but it might have been... Uh, Chinese whispered too much or something, and no, I, I think I think what they're describing is what they saw. Right, they're, they're, okay. I don't think they're lying um, for many reasons because this obviously, like I said at the beginning, we're picking on, we're going to cover a case that has evidence, mm-hmm. physical evidence that you can measure, so to speak, and this one has it, so they can produce it. Mm-hmm. So they saw something, okay, but I think it was convenient. That it was angled down the UFO path, right? The alien path. So it's about nine thirty on the 29th of December. Be- Betty Cash, Vicky Landrum, and their—I uh, think it was Landrum's seven-year-old grandson, uh, Colby Landrum—they were driving home to Dayton in Texas, and they'd been at like a diner or something. I think Be- Betty might have owned the diner, or it doesn't really matter. And uh, they were driving home down a, a remote road that went through a forest called Piney Woods, I believe. Okay. Conditions were sound, good visibility, dark, obviously, but you could see stars were out or whatever. They were just minding their own business, chatting shit or whatever, and they spotted a light, as they always do. All of a sudden, in the distance, they spotted a light. It was just above the treetops. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it could have been too close at that point because they initially said that they thought it was an object, uh, a passenger jet approaching, like doing its final approach into Houston International okay. Airport, which is 35 mile away. So, I don't know, man. So they thought it was a plane to start with, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, they just got carried on thinking mm. it's just whatever. It's just an aircraft doing whatever it needs to do yeah, to yeah. get down. And then, well, they thought that until they spotted the light again, getting much closer. And they assumed the light was the same object, but it might not have been. It doesn't really matter. But they got a better look at it because whatever it was descended down onto the road in front of them. And what they saw proper shit them up big style mm-hmm. and as, as you will get into it you can understand why so slowly moving just above the trees so i don't know 50 feet in the air or something was a metallic diamond shaped object right? diamond shaped remember we've cu- i mean i mentioned it in a bit but alan godfrey he saw a diamond shaped object remember right, top okay. morden that one way f- it was a bit weird but I- i've got that in my notes later on but yeah yeah it, um it was about 40 foot in length I mean, they only gave one dimension. Diamonds aren't really one dimension. They're no. Does that mean it was just like a long like piece of string? Well, they didn't say it was <laughs> yeah, one dimension. Yeah, that's what I mean. A diamond piece of string. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, I, they said it wasn't pointed. It was more round, but it was diamond-shaped, whatever. Um, 
it seemed unbelievably bright, apparently. Not right. like from a landing light or some shit like that. It, the whole object was brightly illuminated, mm-hmm. like, like a giant halogen bulb in the sky. And like I said, it was dark, and the area was like daylight. They could see shadows from the trees. They could see themselves clear as day. It was that bright. It was painful to look directly at. And uh, I sort of... Have they ever painted render before in the sun? <laughs> yeah, in the 15 degree heat in England. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's I know it's going to be brighter than that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of like picturing like a TIG welding torch. You know, like if you look at it, it'll fuck your eyes up and you'll mm. see it when you look away, you see like purple bits floating about as you're so slowly going blind from staring at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm kind of, and it was also emitting some next level heat. Uh, so much so that it was was hurting them inside the car from, they reckon, about 150 feet away. Okay. And coming out the bottom of the object was what they described as flames, like a rocket exhaust. Okay, so, okay. It's like something's landing, I suppose, or... Sort some, of. Something's happening, yeah. What would your reaction be if you saw something like that? Um, uh, I don't know, to be honest. I'll probably go, who the fuck's got a drone out? <laughs> Yeah, Matt, yeah, this is 1980. <laughs> yeah, I Still don't know. likewise. I don't know, actually. I, if I saw that, I, I don't know. Well, first of all, I'd back off because of the heat straight away. And then I'd, I'd be, and I wouldn't look at it because it's burning my eyes out. <laughs> yeah. Then I'd probably just walk away. <laughs> you walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll fancy a pint. Yeah, there's a pub round the road. <laughs> yeah. We'll come back in 10, it might be gone, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, just wait for it to go, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it'll yeah. blow over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they were still driving at it at this point, um, but they were forced to stop because... Whatever this thing was, the so object was was um, was blocking the road literally, and there's like, sitting on a kind of a fire, and the, the heat was forcing them back. So they were like they they said they feared they were going to burst into flames. It was, was that it, hot, yeah. As they were, and they were like, whoa! So they couldn't turn the car around because the road was too narrow, apparently. So they just slapped it in reverse. Were the women drivers? <laughs> 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 Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's just, just making sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they could turn around. Right. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> <laughs> so they just watched, basically. Yeah. Just okay. got to a safe distance where they weren't on fire. And um, this is where they fucked up. Because Betty Cash and Vicky Landrum, like, at a safe distance, they thought, fuck it, let's go and have a look. They actually got out of the car and walked towards it. To yeah. Be- okay. I'd do that like a prick. Absolutely, 100%. I don't think I would. Wouldn't you? No. There's a glowing flying diamond in the well, road. if it's on fire and everything's burning. Yeah, but yeah, you can feel the heat with your hand. You're like, mm, it's not that bad. I'll, yeah, I'd definitely get out because I'm an idiot. I'd, I, I wouldn't. I'd, just, I'd stay back and just go, what the fuck is that? Not Anyone got any cannons in the back? We can sit here and watch <laughs> it. Put Radio 2 <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> just sit here watching it. Any crisps? <laughs> yeah, Pringles. <laughs> once you pop. Uh, yeah, so... um. Yeah, they're watching it, man. This is pretty fucking freaky. You can imagine that's that's not something you see every day. And Vicky was a born again Christian, and for some reason, she was convinced that the object was the turn of Christ Himself. Obviously, how she arrived at that, I mean, I don't know. I'll tell you why, because she's religious. Oh, there we go. We've got woman drivers. We bash them. Now we're going to bash the religions. <sighs> she could have turned around and drove away. You could do a three point turn. <laughs> Um, I reckon that they were driving, you know, like one of those Fiat 500s as well, where they need all the space in the world, but they're like the size of this beer can I've got in my hand. Mate, I doubt it. It's in America, they're probably driving like a, a 45-litre muscle car, which is 12 foot long. Not having it. Could have turned around. Like that bigger, in, have you ever seen the size of American roads? 
Yeah, but not like this one. This is a small road, isn't how, it? How do we know? Because they said. For the a small road's probably bigger than ours anyway, still. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it probably would be. <laughs> so it's the return of Jesus. Okay, Jesus is road. back, right? Jesus okay. is back, right? He's back. Her grandson is still in the car, Colby. He's absolutely shitting him. It's like terror, sheer terror, mate. He's like shitting bricks in the back of the car. And Vicky was like, listen, man, just chill. It's Jesus. He's not going to hurt How you. How can you just jump to that conclusion? I don't know. I mean, it must be Jesus. She said, just look at him. He won't hurt you. And Colby was like, fuck that, you mad bitch. There's a flying diamond brighter than the sun. Hotter than the sun as well. Hovering on a column of fire and it's 8,000 degrees outside. That's not a Jesus thing to do. I thought he was quite, <laughs> you know, he loved the environment. Well, I don't know if he did, but I'm assuming he did. Because he loved everyone and tried to make everyone be peaceful. So he wouldn't be coming down and something like that. Yeah, radiating the ground and burning everyone. And killing everything. And then, like, all the animals around it must be dead. Yeah. You know Scaring I mean? the shit out of people. Yeah, yeah. It might, be, it might be the devil. Sounds more like the devil. Anyway. Um, what do you think the, the second coming of Jesus would look like? Not nothing because it doesn't <laughs> exist. Let's just say, okay, what would? All right, <laughs> that's that shut down. <laughs> no, I would. Um, <laughs> if I had to, if I had to um, go with the story, the big, the book, and uh, think of what it would be. Um, I don't know. Well, if he come back today, you mean? Or well, yeah. I well, mean, I don't know. I mean, he, I think a lot of people would just laugh at him. To be honest, yeah, it wouldn't. Think turn, I think it would make people obviously start believing in God because you go, look, clearly, clearly I've just like appeared in front of everyone or whatever happened, maybe unnailed himself on the cross or whatever it is and took himself, moved the boulder out of the way and come out of the cave or whatever, whatever it was he was meant to have come back from. Something that, oh yeah, something like that, I can't remember. But, you know, yeah, I think I, I'd laugh. I'd just go, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you haven't really helped me, mate, to be honest. Yeah, you've caused quite a lot of problems. No, no, you haven't, mate. Not That's you, unfair but to say that. But people pe- have misinterpreted what you said and they fight each other yeah. because of what you There's been said. a lot of bad things happened between uh, the human race because of what you did. Yeah, you fucker. Where's yeah. that cross? No wonder you got hu- um, hung. Got um, <laughs> put on the cross. <laughs> hung and then put on the cross. That would have been a good one. So uh, so Vicky, so, uh, Vicky gets back in the car to mm-hmm. comfort Cole because he's, uh, he's shitting in pants, right? Betty Cash, on the other hand, she's... By her words, she says she was utterly transfixed by whatever. She can't take her mince pies off it. She's just like, what is it? And she um, she said there was a ring of small blue lights around its centre and then goes on to say that these flames were, were kind of like blasting out the base every few minutes, like a pulse, after which it would rise up into the air mm. and then it would sort of stop and then slowly come back down. Sounds like it, a testing thing to me. And then just before it touched the floor... Like it, it would again. hover, it would pot, yeah, it would flatten and go back in the air. And they saw this. She said it did this loads of times. I think she it, like the sighting lasted twenty minutes or something. All in all, definitely should have had some popcorn and a few beers. It sounds like something in trouble to me. Sounds like a, it sounds like something testing to me. It sounds like to me, it sounds like it's like let's see what it can do. I mean, not go mental, but like to see how to land, not land it, but like to control it, like a control thing or something. Why would you test it on a public road? Because Americans are dumb. That's why. <laughs> That's the Americans gone. <laughs> no, no. There's women no, drivers. No. Uh, who was it? Religion. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> on, I'm being quite a, quite aggressive to everyone today. I said to Rob, I love you all really. I said, throw some heat at the snipers and what he's doing is just destroying everybody except the snipers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, you're next. Don't worry, snipers. Talking of heat, the heat was getting too much for Betty to deal with outside the car so she's like I've got to get back in because I'm, I feel like I'm on fire and all the metal surface of the car were like getting re- were heating up like well hot like she opened the door the door handle was burnt her hand she was like fucking 
like proper like blistered a hand. I mean, what the fuck? It must be fourteen degrees there. She had to use a coat. She had to use a coat to open the door, like right, in yeah, hand, yeah. Yeah. to pop it open. And she said inside the plastic dashboard was starting to sag. Like you could put your hand on it and press in. You've got a kid in the back freaking out. Then you've got another another lady at the front thinking it's Jesus. And she said that she felt like the inside and outside of her body was burning, which is weird. Fucking reverse. Get out of the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, that got me thinking, right? How could it... If you... Do microwaves heat things up from the inside out? Is that how they work? Or do they, like, vibrate shit? Because it sounds like sort of microwave energy. Cause if she's heat, been heated up from the inside out. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, because that's the reason why microwaves are good, aren't they? Because they kind of cook it all rapidly, quite evenly. Okay, if, if it's frozen in the centre, it's a bit different because obviously it's... But if it's room temperature, it basically it's all the same, isn't it, once it's cooked? Yeah, mad. Technology. So maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe they've just been in like a weird... like. Well, I think it's the fact that there's fucking massive jets firing shit everywhere, probably. That's, yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I even tried to burp away and then bring that in. <laughs> that just shocked me, that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also, mate, how did the car still work? If all the visible metal is red hot, how come the, the tyres didn't, like, you know, burst because the actual metal wheels are getting hot or the but wire if, and insulation if, yeah. fail? If the dashboard was melting inside, why aren't they fucking getting away? They, Sorry, but... They um, put a handprint in it and it was still there, apparently. They pushed into it. So the fuck that was more evidence. More evidence. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand them because if they were standing there, how are they... Sitting there watching that with the intensity, I would have thought they would have gone back further anyway, just mm. because they can stare at it and whatever. Yeah, but they might like, have backed off a little bit. I don't. I mean, if it's melting the fucking car, it's what about the kid in the back? Fucking he's selfish a, bastards. He's the only sane one. He's like, I'm not getting out. That's I not Jesus. Know. We need to get the it's fuck probably out hot, of here. Probably hotter in that car though. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean, so yeah, one window down, let the heat out. <laughs> So everyone's starting to like wig out big style, and rightly so. I mean, at this point, the trees were turning brown and the road surface directly underneath the object was melting and the night was literally as bright as day. So as they're sitting there thinking, right, we've got to get the fuck out of Dodge. This isn't too healthy to be sitting well, about here. Two of them are. The other one's going, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. <laughs> Something even stranger happens. And in my humble opinion is a major telltale sign of the object's possible origins. Because whilst they're sitting there, like slack-jawed mungs, just staring at it, staring into the sun, they hear like this thunderous, pumping, thumping noise approaching. And a group of helicopters just come out of fucking nowhere, flew in, surrounded the craft, and they kind of describe um, like that they, they encircled it, trapping it or hemming it in. They were really fucking close, apparently. Right, okay. So it couldn't move, so to speak, without destroying everything around it. Kind of, yeah. There were Chinook helicopters as well. You know, them big-ass yeah, yeah, yeah. twin rotor ones. They're massive bastards. And they counted. I think um, Betty said that she counted 23. And Vicky said that she counted 26. They were 150 feet or something like that away mm. from this object. And now there's like... You know, twenty let's say twenty five fucking helicopter, massive helicopters, yeah, yeah, surrounding this thing. Uh, I mean, that's just. I mean, imagine how loud that would have been. Yeah, right, if, if you, you know, what did anyone else see it? Or well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so say, it sounds like like sort of like fucking Glastonbury or something <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, so these helicopters got so close to the object that the ladies said that they were they were expecting them to fall out of the sky from the intense heat that they were feeling because mm-hmm. they were much closer. They were like, the pilots are going to just get fried by this. And now we're going to have to dodge 
falling Chinooks. Yeah. Cause, you strange know. chaos going on, yeah. So the copper's kind of... It is strange chaos, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very strange. Strange chaos. So they kind of arrange themselves around the flying diamond in like a formation and, and slowly sort of moved off out of the area as as one, which is quite telling, uh, as, if it, as if they were guiding it or maybe communicating with it because it wasn't moving erratically. It was moving with them. Uh, as they as they flew, the helicopters maneuvered themselves above and below it. So right. it must have got a bit of altitude because there's flames coming out the bottom, apparently. And they, they went round the side, at the front and the back. So they swarmed it. Yeah. And, they, and like, um, is that potentially to hide what it was or... I don't know. If it's an alien, if it's an alien thing and... They were threatened by all. Because you would be, wouldn't you? If all, you wouldn't just follow it. You would you just ram a cup out of the way, wouldn't you? Because you're clearly a what monstrous... What do you mean, the military? Yeah, you know, the, the vehicle's clearly a monstrous vehicle. If it's got all that so, trying to surround it, just go, fuck it. Just move away. Yeah, but no, I mean, like, the the, the start of the diamond-shaped thing, just go... If it was trying oh, yeah. to escape, it just go, oh, fuck that, and knock a few out the sky and yeah. escape. It sounds like the military were um, trying, to, trying to encircle it and guide it to me. That's what it sounds like. Because mm. it it doesn't sound independent from them. It sounds like it might have been in communication with them to move off in unison and Could allow a formation. Mm. They also saw US flags on the um, the helicopters, so they. Oh, right, I thought you were going to say on the. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. On the. Uh, no, it was too bright, mate. It was too bright. See, I thought was is this like some sort of mad Russian, crazy Soviet test vehicle? That's I don't know operates high in the atmosphere above America and got into problems and come down and they've gone, oh, it's one of them. Yeah. Swarm the fucker. And yeah. Then, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so like you were saying, did anyone else see it? Well, 10 people reported seeing the, the flying diamond mm. that night and also a shitload of people saw the, the platoon of, of Chinooks, okay. which is hard to miss. All the descriptions that the um, were given and, and, and reported in newspapers were very similar. Take, for instance, this account. This is from a police officer called L.L. Walker. Okay. Don't know what his name is. doesn't matter. Sounds like an author, doesn't he? It does, yeah, yeah. He said, My wife and I were returning home. As we were coming out of this tree line, I saw a helicopter. It was shining a spotlight at the ground. Then I heard the noise of the other helicopters behind it. I stopped the car because I didn't know what was going on. The helicopters were military and they were flying fairly low to the ground and they had their search beams on, you know, like zigzagging or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I thought that maybe there was a downed aeroplane and they kept going in the same direction, Fucking which hell. intersects with where Vicky and Betty had their encounter. Why are the beams on if it's like brighter than the sun? It, from that, I think that they hadn't located it. Right, okay. It was like they were looking for it. Okay. He so saw he it before. It was, knew it was, whatever it was, it was distressed or whatever. And mm, Okay. So they were searching. It sounds like it. Searching for it, doesn't it? Got your mm. searchlights out. There's lots of them. They're fanning out, moving in the direction where these two lay, well, three of them, said they had the encounter. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty intense thing to witness and experience, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like I say, bit of chaos. Yeah. But it's not over yet. It gets much more traumatic for them which we're going to dive into after another drink. Okie dokie.
So immediately after this encounter, Betty Cash dropped the Landrums home and then headed home herself. Okay. Everyone's kind of like freaking out a little bit, going, what the hell was that? Where, you, where did they, where where were they before, did it say? What do you mean before? Right, before the incident happened, did they, were they going somewhere or were they? They'd been for, they were driving home to Dayton in Texas mm. and they'd been at a diner. Uh, I think it was. Something in the food then. Well, it was, I think it was Betty's diner. Right, okay. I think they actually were going to look for like a bingo hall or some shit, but because it was on 29th of December, I think it was shut for the holidays. Okay. So they said, ah, fuck it, we'll just have dinner and go home. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they were driving through a place called Piney Woods or Piney Forest. Okay. And that's when it all went wrong. So, yeah, um, they headed home. During the night, Colby Landrum, he woke up, the little the little lad, he woke up sick as a dog, right? He was puking his ring up everywhere. Right. High temperature, insatiable thirst, had the shits proper bad. He was in a really, really bad state, apparently. And by dawn, Vicky and Colby had also developed... A really bad sort of, I suppose it's you could describe it as a case of sunburn. Right, okay, yeah. And they were both nauseous, disorientated, and they were like, Some, what, I mean, something's going on here. So they called Betty to see how she was doing. She was even worse, because if you remember, she stayed out of the car a lot longer. Yeah. Because Vicky got back in when she said, oh, it's Jesus, and Cobbley was like, fuck Jesus, get in the car, you mad bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Becky, by the morning, she was um, she was puking up. Completely dehydrated, yeah, fucked, yeah. weak as fuck, disorientated. Her skin had literally burnt. Right, okay. She had blisters all over her body, underneath her clothing as well, not just on exposed skin. Right, okay. Which is really interesting. Yeah, because that's odd, isn't it? I yeah. say really interesting. It's mildly interesting. <laughs> her eyes were fucked up too, like uncontrollable watering and a massive swelling. She was so bad that she had to get admitted to hospital and she stayed there for 12 fucking days. Right, okay. Real as fuck, man. Her face swelled up to the point where she was unrecognisable. She couldn't walk and her hair fell out, as did Vicky and parts of Colby's, like he had patches of, of hair. Okay, some sort of radiation problem, poisoning or something well, as well. Mate, well, the thing is, so we've got medical evidence there straight away. Mm. Something traumatic definitely occurred. The doctors said that they were 100% suffering from radiation exposure, more specifically, infrared and ionised radiation. Ionised, does that mean burnt? Is that another word for like being burnt or something? I don't fucking know. I mean, know. I, I did do uh, a my master's in, in, uh, in radiation, um, but that, that currently slips my mind, yeah. and I can't exactly recall what ionised radiation is. <laughs> I'd say it's, it sounds... I don't Stripping know, I the ions from atoms, I don't fucking... <laughs> that would do. That sounds good enough to me. So, it's so enough what, to fuck you up. Yeah, it's not good. So one of the doctors um, who was who were who were treating Betty, she said that the um, the uh, the three people, well, it's more specifically Betty. She she'd she'd been exposed to to radiation at the same level as people standing three miles away from the epicenter of the Hiroshima atomic bomb blast. Right. Okay. So it's insane yeah. levels of radiation. Her eyes were fucked and continually watered for seventeen months. Nice. So this is real, mm. 100% real. There's medical records, there's photographs of them. They were absolutely mashed up by the object. It definitely, definitely happened. Uh, also, Bet- Betty lost control over her bowels, so she unfortunately she started shitting herself. Yeah. And um, all of her fingernails fell out. What? Fingernails fell out? Yeah. That sounds a bit like uh, don't they, people who have chemotherapy and stuff get things that happen to them, don't they? Yeah, it's, it's grim, grim. And all three of them suffered skin conditions 
like um, I suppose like eczema or something like that for the rest of their lives. Um, it, but it wasn't. I mean, this kind of Colby was particularly vulnerable to the the radiation exposure, and this doctor said like he's, he's got a mad high chance of of, of developing leukemia because of it because he was so young. Right. Okay. When he had such a massive dose of this shit, um, and potentially you're gonna all succumb to tumours in later life. Nice. I mean, it's, fu- so it's, that's, it's real, that is. It's a good doctor, that one. Yeah, it's full of good news, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't so fucking see. It just sounds really cheery, doesn't it? Oh, you're fucked. You might get leukaemia. If you don't, you're going to get a tumour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it might grow back. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking I, I was a fucked. Yeah, yeah. Now, because they suffered really bad injuries, they started to ask questions. I mean, they couldn't go to work. I mean, not that it really fucking yeah. matters, but you want you want an- you want answers, don't you? Yeah. What the fuck happened? Um, and obviously, as well as them, a, a lot of other people saw this swarm of Chinook helicopters, which kind of indicated to them that the military were responsible. Okay. So they contacted their senators, uh, fellas called Lloyd uh, Brentson and John Tower, who did precisely nothing. They right. just didn't seem to care. Um, so they. Um, in the end, they had to kind of... Uh, they said, what you need to do is speak to the military. You need to go down to the base and see what they've got to uh, to say for themselves. So they went to, I think it was called Bergstrom Air Force Base. And they had an interview for about um, two hours, I think it was. Uh, and over that course of that two hours, the military gave them no details at all. They just... It seemed to me like they were... It sounds like collecting data from them. Okay, so, okay, reversing it the other way in a way. Yeah, like, what did you see? Yeah, yeah. Where were you? How long did you look at it for? How are you still alive? So they got absolutely nowhere speaking to the military, as you kind of expect. Yeah. They're not going to tell you shit, are they? No. So Even even if they knew, or even if they don't know, they're just going to go cheers and kick you out the door, aren't they? Well, it's just data extraction. That's all I see it as. So they ended up phoning NASA. Which is a bit weird. I think that's kind of like desperation. Yeah. Who else do we speak to? Several times, and eventually they they actually helped them out by putting them into a contact with a, uh, a NASA contractor at the Johnson Space Flight Center called John Sushla. Sushla, I think. Sushla. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. And he advised them on how to potentially pursue the matter in court. So that's what they did. Okay. They, they took the US government to court and tried to sue him for $20 million. Yes, you would. For damages regarding medical bills, and, you know, continuing ill health, loss of earnings. How did that work out for you? Yeah, exactly, yeah. 20, not, 20 mil. Hmm. You're not going to win suing a government. No. The case rattled on for years and eventually it got dismissed by the judge on the 21st of August, 1986. And he ruled that the military in the military's favour. And he said, look, man... It's not the military's fault because they don't possess flying radioactive diamonds. Yeah, it's something else. Which is a bit of a cop-out, man, because if that is something secret, then you kind of... You, they're, not, they're never going to admit to having a secret craft. You have to You have to kind of... I don't know whether you can side with the, with the, with the girls, but many people saw this shit. Mm. And they're clearly fucked up, man. Yeah, something yeah, happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they also said, look, because you can't identify... 
the squadron and there are no you haven't got any registration numbers off the I mean it's not obviously it's not a registration number, but you know of helicopters mean. yeah yeah oh, I've seen that one before <laughs> he's got that wanker personal plate on <laughs> yeah, well, yeah they couldn't they <laughs> couldn't the tra- they couldn't be positive <laughs> positively identified or traced yeah, um, yeah. which is bullshit man because you're not going to remember a fucking flight number off the back of a helicopter no no whilst you're being irradiated by a flying diamond yeah there's, there's a lot of shit going on at that time I think a number's the least of your worries they were never going to be held responsible for the injuries of a craft that they couldn't even prove existed. Because mm. it'd be admission of, of some next level shit. Well, yeah, it's just, just, it just, it just get laughed out, isn't it? It's one of those. Oh, yeah. And after the incident, Colby, because he was only a young lad, obviously, he was still scared of what happened. A, a Chinook actually flew over, over his house and he was like, ah! Flying radioactive diamonds, and he was like starting to panic. And um, the panic was going to a, a local air show, right? Okay. So Vicky said, "Listen, man, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you to the air show, and you're going to be able to walk up to the Chinook because it was obviously landed, and you could. And he went up to it, he went inside. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the, the fucking diamond thing was there again? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. you bastard! Son of a bitch! And he was able to go in, speak to the pilot. He's like trying to like you know give him help, helpful for the little lad, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get him over to say it's not those things which fucked you. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that big glowing thing which was on fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, it gets really interesting because the pilot he was chat he was chatting to spectators and he was like very he very calmly said the last time he flew over this area was when he was part of a team investigating a UFO. He just openly said it, right, like, okay. according to Vicky. Right. Uh, everybody heard him say it, and and she was like, well, "What did you say? Say that again? We need you to say that in court. We saw this object. It badly fucked us up. Right. You know, we, we need your statement. What?" What did you see? And he just apparently just went really quiet and said, I'm not at liberty to say. So none of that can be sort of backed up. That could just be... That sounds like bullshit because surely if he's not at liberty to say, he wouldn't say, oh, by the way, I saw a UFO. And they <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, what, yeah. what, what? Where, what was it look like? Oh, I can't tell you. Stop asking me questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> what made you think that was, was, you know, a UFO? You just said it was a UFO. I'm not at liberty to say. So the uh, Betty Cash, she, she actually died age 71 mm-hmm. on the 29th of December 1998 which is 18 years to the day after seeing the object which I suppose is probably just just, just a coincidence yeah and she died at age 71 so it's not old but it's not young mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what she died from but it wasn't radioactive diamond cancer uh, <laughs> Vicky Landrum is that what they call it <laughs> Vicky Landrum she died in uh, 19 no 2007 uh, age 83 Right, okay. So it did, and Colby's still alive, so the, the lives weren't shortened by this experience. No, no, they were fine. So something happened to them to cause them injuries. Uh, the doc seemed confident it was radiation exposure. So the question is, Robert, what did they see? Fuck knows. But <laughs> it makes you think, though, like, you know, the Chinook pilots and stuff, were they all fucked as well? Or were they? There were no Chinooks in the area, mate. No, no, no military involvement, mate. Okay. No diamonds. Well, if, if if their story they're just laying the sun a bit too long. Yeah, if their stories were were Except right, then what happened to the Chinook people? You know what I mean? Did they were they fucked or were were they protected? Did they? Yeah, you'd think that that's a lot of people. There'd be a lot of them in hospital like having radiation therapy or whatever. Let's say twenty three helicopters, co- pilot, co pilot, forty six people. Probably have fucking gunners on it as well. So there's probably like three or four people to each plane, probably as well. See, I find it hard to believe that, like, an alien, a, a, an alien ship from another star system would blow flames out the bottom like a rocket, or emit I've, heat, I or just, radiation. Yeah, I, I just think it's, uh, if it is true what they say, 
they saw and everything. I reckon it's a military thing, and they're testing some mental thing out. Or it sounds like it, doesn't and it? It's just it's either fucked or because it shouldn't have been in the middle of the road there, obviously, because they'll just do it somewhere else. And they're trying to fucking just get it, shift it back because it's fucked. But I don't know. That's Boy, my theory. It? My theory is that it's a military thing which went wrong. I don't think an alien spaceship you'd would have any form of heat coming off it. I mean, I don't fucking know. I don't think it'd have massive jet engines and stuff. No, it would be. A, that's just waste. Heat coming off something is wasted energy. Mind so you, what radiation. Do we know? Well, we don't know. Fuck all. Exactly. But if things get hot, that's just a waste of energy. I think a hyper advanced civilization would have a craft that's so insanely high tech that it's beyond you can e- you can't even imagine what it'd be like. You wouldn't even know it was we, there. Yeah, it would it have no signature at all. It wouldn't be blasting that much energy off, would it? N- no, unless you know I mean, doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, because yeah, because they'd be more efficient with everything, wouldn't they? So because obviously, well, they might not, but well, they probably don't have fuel. I don't know. I'm not a fucking alien. Um, fucking <laughs> alien talks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, my my um my bets in the secret vehicle under testing. Next level though, because it had didn't wasn't aerodyn- aerodynamic. It had yeah. no f- you know flight services like wings. No tail. A fucking nuclear bomb or something. No flaps. I mean, and it irradiated the area, you know what I mean? So if it was a military aircraft, it's really interesting because that would explain a shitload of UFO science. Well, yeah, I imagine they're, they're going to be... They've got no, They've got to test them out somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, they can't just go, we've made this. Because I could say, yeah, I've made this. It can go 4,000 mile an hour in a, a nanosecond. Um, it does backflips, you know what I mean? It, <laughs> you know... You know, it just kills everyone instantly. And they go, um, well, should we test it? No, no, we don't have to. It's fine. So You've got you to test it, you know what I mean? So well, it wouldn't surprise me if they've tested something. It's either gone wrong or it's meant to do whatever the fuck it was doing. Or maybe it wasn't in testing. Maybe this is something in service. Yeah. And it's out of the testing period. And was that, you know... And just off. fucked. Oh, yeah, and went, uh, the pilot's gone, uh-uh, we've got some fucking problems. We're going down. We're going to be over the road here in the piney woods. And, it, and like, Chinooks were like, fuck, let's go and get we it. We need either 21 or 26 Chinooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhere Do between that. Just just depending on what you think. <laughs> but yeah, like so, like I said at the beginning, Alan Godfrey saw uh, what he said was a, a, a flying diamond in the road. And the road surface under where he, he saw it was, was also burned and melted. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's weird. And this patch of air, the road where these girls saw this, the um, where this this sort of you know scorch marks were on the on the on the tarmac. I don't want to say it's the military, but a unmarked group of trucks came and dug it up and uh, took it away and then relayed it. Really? Yeah. It's and there's pho- there's photographs of the um, of the scorch marks and it's proper fucking melted. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's, something was there, man. Mm, it sounds like something's just fucked up and they were struggling to do something and it just sort of went down, staying here. Like a, like a nuclear-powered aircraft because be. these girls got exposed to radiation. So I did some research. I say research. I looked on Google the same way uh, that everybody does. Mm-hmm. Uh, nuclear-powered aircraft have existed at various times, which sounds terrifying because what happens if you know, you're flying around and one of them crashes and you just... <laughs> You're dropping a reactor <laughs> onto a load of people. Yeah, because they can, they can fly literally non-stop, can't they, for like 25 years or something, if they wanted to, these nuclear reactors. Well, there was this thing called Project Pluto, and it used heat from uh, from nuclear reactors to power ramjet engines. 
two engines were made and tested on the ground and it worked, but nothing flew, allegedly. But the use of heat caught my eye on that one for obvious reasons, because mm-hmm. obviously they said the whole area is red hot. And they were doing that back in the 1960s, yeah. Project Pluto. So given, I suppose given another 20 years, they could have a working craft or mm-hmm. one that falls out of the sky. Yes, it could it could have been like a prototype or testing thing or something like that, maybe. Well, the only nuclear-powered aircraft that flew in the West, as far as I could see, and I might be wrong, was a um, apparently a modified B-36 bomber, which flew in the early 50s, which is fucking mad. Apparently, it was impractical to fly because in order to protect the crew from being fried from the radiation, they had to shield them, obviously, with heavy metals. Mm. Um in total, the shielding weighed 11 tons. So it adds a hell of a lot. Yeah. But the desirable from a, a, um, a military point of view, because as you said, they don't need to refuel as much, anywhere near as much as conventional aircraft. And they can spend d- days airborne on constant bombing runs, hitting multiple targets in one, you know, long gas mission. Mm. So they can just literally hover around for, for ages without actually stopping. I see. I read about this about the nuclear-powered aircraft, and it really fits the description that the ladies gave regarding the uh, immediate environment. And uh, this is um, the military said that reactors would have to be small enough to fit inside an aircraft, which would mean it would release far more heat than a standard reactor. The intense heat given off could risk melting the reactor and the airplane along with it. Right. Okay. So it's it's going down that route. Yeah. Yeah. Nu- I think. Nuclear. Some vehicle or something. It sounds like it. But because of the shielding that w- is potentially needed to, to stop the crew from being killed... So that must be, like, like, immense. Well, the military came up with a solution. Two aircon units? No. <laughs> Use old people who are closer to dying. Therefore, they'll probably die a natural death instead of dying from radiation exposure. <laughs> Right, okay. Don't do that, lads. Yeah, Seriously, yeah. they honestly wanted to do that, which is insane. So it sounds like a, a DARPA or sort of, you know... Crazy Raytheon prototype gone wrong, doesn't it? Like yeah. an ultra top secret nuclear powered vehicle. This is fucked up, yeah, yeah. That's it what does. I think. That's what I think. Yeah, it does sound, does sound like that, doesn't it? Like you say, if it's producing that much heat and everything as well, and it's got radiation poisoning. Well, is it poisoning or just being blasted with radiation exposure, or whatever? Yeah. Mad exposure. But yeah, sounds like it because that's the type of shit would happen, wouldn't it? You Maybe. know what I mean? If you were close to a nuclear reactor and it's fucked. I imagine you, you're going to get some sort of a fucking fuckness out of it. So that was like, what, nearly 40 years ago? Mm. So we can, as I say, we can conclude, but we can safely guess with a reasonable amount of certainty that that was a military vehicle. Rather than, yeah, rather than a dodgy UFO. Well, yeah, yeah, one that's fucking... An 80s UFO. Blown a spod rod or dropped a fucking cylinder or something. And cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what have they got? Imagine what they've got now. be interesting to know, actually. actually did, when you looked at the um, nuclear planes, did it come up with anything which is recent or, or like, anything they've... Obviously, it's all top secret, a lot of shit, but, like, has anything... What's the recent... What is the most recent sort of thing did you see about it? It was saying that it was... Abandoned the yeah. idea they pursued nuclear powered ve- um, you know aeroplanes in various capacities mm. over a course of twenty years or so, but because of the shielding required to protect the crew, it, it, it was just, just impractical. Impossible. Yeah, it just it just didn't it, it just couldn't do it. 
But that doesn't mean we know now with drones, you don't necessarily have to have a fucking crew. Yeah, you could just have a nuclear-powered flying drone. And they can fly things on remote, like remotely back then. Piece of piss, they could do. Mm. So maybe, man. They're going to be dabbling with it, definitely. Someone's dabbling with, with nuclear planes or something out there, no doubt. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Of course it will be. When it all goes tits up somewhere, they'll just blame it on the Russians. That seems to be the case. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what happened. A fucking nuclear fucking plane crashed over Salisbury. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, they do. They everyone blames the Russians for like anything dodgy now. And fucking sneaky Russians, mate. I know. I know they might be a bit sneaky as well, but it, don't blame them for everything. No, yeah, we, we just because you fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I see it anyway. So that's that. Fucking Russians. So that's that. <laughs> Have a look into it for. We love you, Russia. By the for way, for more details. Um, yeah, you can get us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. all that shit. Just type us in Google. Just not us. Type robots for eyes, not just us, because <laughs> it would probably come up with, I don't know, something dodgy. Um, but uh, yeah, type in robots for eyes and it will come up. Um, if you want to buy stickers, you can get them on eBay through the page. You just I think you click the shop button or something on Facebook or something like that. Um, yeah, congratulations to the competition winner. Karen um, Powell. Well done. Good for remembering, because I was just going to go, I don't know who it was. <laughs> Completely forgot. Um, I still need to do a drawing of some sort, don't I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you can do your artistic rendition of the flying radioactive yeah, diamond. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll do um, one of each episode. Yeah. So whatever the thing is, I'm going to have to bring an art kit in. Well, so we hit there. I'll get my hat on. Mate, I've got a fucking load of... I've got some stuff over there. We can do that. Yeah, do it. Next yeah. week, we'll get a pad out. Yeah, we'll just draw it while we're, while we're on it. Like an artistic... You know, you know, like a murder scenes and like when someone's describing someone and they go, oh, yeah, he raped me. What does he look like? He was six foot four because <laughs> they like the heights. <laughs> yeah. 450 pounds. Yeah, yeah. He had the massive beard, four eyes and Jude all that. Cock, and they I mean, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kept my kept my mouth closed anyway, <laughs> but um, you know, and they what do you call artist impressions of them? I could, I could do that yeah, of yeah. the of the whole episode. The caricature, yeah, yeah, I think you should do that. Yeah, okay, we'll do that. Cool, lovely. So it's then. still in development. This show, you can tell because we've just come up with an idea there, and then we don't just make things up as we go. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you all next week then. Have a good one, everyone. Ta-da. Bye. <laughs>